transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. It's been a hot second since the local yokels has occurred, my friend. And I'm glad to say that I'm sitting down here with Jasper St. Germain, one of the most like wonderfully spirited human beings I've ever met. And that's very true, my friend. You've always just given out good vibes, which is something that I think is a real fucking thing that not a lot of people do. <laughs> like, so, yeah, you know, say hello to all the hot dogs, Jasper. What up? It's your ice cold hot dog. It's yes, Jasper. Right. Dude, the hot dog water, if you just let it sit for long <laughs> enough, it becomes a delicious, delectable thing to just wash anything down your oh, gullet, you know? Yeah, infused flavor. <laughs> yeah, infused flavor. So... <laughs> Jasper, I just real quick, I want to, sh- I want to say like, I've been, fo- I've been, you sent me like a link to some music, a couple of things of music that you've worked on, like over the years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, recently I've been like, it, uh, including today, like right before this, I was jamming on one of them. You have this project that's called, it's called Diarrhea Warning. And I just had yeah. to make sure I had to like triple check. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, dude. It's the most... <laughs> It's so good though. There's so much good shit on this list of music of tracks, dude. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Like, I just I was just curious, like, how long you've been working on this particular thing? Like, oh man, maybe about a month, something like that. Okay, not too long. Um, I was I've been making music with Augie Sheets, mm-hmm. and so all through like the spring and summer, we were putting stuff on his SoundCloud. And it's just okay. on Og, just Og, yeah. <laughs> um, but. We got like a, a nice iPad, so I started doing some stuff at home. But I wanted to listen to our music uh, that I was making with him, and I couldn't get into my old SoundCloud account, so I just like made a new one on the spot, and I think and it just became diarrhea warning. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm making music on it and just leaning into it with the well, pictures. <laughs> I I mean like I honestly like like I said, dude, like it's. I was literally just doing like some like some homework for a while and it just becomes like really like at times you have these really groovy pockets that pop up there is like there is like the the string themed like for like a chode or something like that that, that, like, that was just like this like epic like sounding masterpiece that just pops on yeah <laughs> it's like where is this you know it's just like I don't I don't know it just it perfectly reminded me it's like one of the things I always use when I tell people about you, because I tell people about, like, about you, quite frankly, oh, a good lot, because I'm always like, dude, there's like, I don't know. I tell tales about the people that we used to play with and like the skill set that they, like, that I just was in awe of always. And you're one of those cats. But this reminds me of the, like, the eclectic nature that I always tell people you brought to the table. Like, it's so fucking 
like wild <laughs> just diarrhea warning and i think it's kind of a fitting title because it's just it seems like you're just putting up stuff that you're making right like and yeah and so yeah. it's just like a hodgepodge of like anything could pop up on here you know it's, right it ended up being really fitting just kind of by chance um and that is really the way it is i tried to sit down and make another metal song yesterday and it was just dog shit. it just turned out so poorly and i'm like <laughs> just like playing around today like yeah. i'd rather make this you know have something else in my head so probably okay. try that tomorrow. fair enough yeah but you've been playing music for a long time man like yeah yeah i started playing the bass i was trying to i was figuring it out today because i started in fourth grade so i would have been nine the fourth grade, i started playing the bass yep the upright that's intense dude that's a like wow <laughs> nine man and it's like i mean so you started playing with the upright bass and and did that like fairly quickly translate into like uh more elect like electric stuff yeah i think like christmas in fifth grade electric <laughs> bass. Pretty yeah. fast. Pretty fast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, you know, I have older siblings. Like my mm -hmm. brother was playing the drums. Um, he was, you know, a drummer. And I don't know if he was playing like garage bands at that point with some of his friends. And my sister also played like in school bands. Hell yeah. And you know, there's a piano in the house, that sort of thing. So we all played and that's cool, man. I like yeah. I think my, my my ma always tried to cultivate like somewhat of a musical environment for us, but like me and my brothers like hit or miss with with like how it's stuck. Uh, yeah. But that's that's cool. Kind of like, did you guys just sometimes would you guys just sort of sit there and play together sometimes at home at all or? Not, not really. My sister did it for school. She was just like occupied with a lot of stuff, just that kind of person. Um, Fair enough. And my brother is still five years older than me, so like. <laughs> At that point, you know, when I'm like 10 and he's yeah, that's, 15. That's kind of a cool, a cool age gap there. <laughs> yeah, we're not really doing the same thing musically. <laughs> that's fair. Oh yeah. my God, dude. But what, what, so like, what would lead you to like, like your first group then? Like what was, uh, you know, you're playing, you're playing in school bands, I imagine, at the, yeah, so up until then. Orchestra. Yeah, doing orchestra stuff in like middle school. And then um, outside of school, too, I was doing like solo and ensemble. I was taking private lessons. That's great. Oh, hell yeah. So I was doing like uh, recitals, basically, and some of the like other things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had friends that, you know, played just like I'd, we'd play cover songs, you know, and like Led Zeppelin, and we were really in a system of a down. <laughs> I was like in middle school, probably. So by the time like seventh grade rolled around, I had like one friend I was playing music with. And uh, I think in eighth grade, he got his electric guitar and like okay. we were really jamming serious. Like we could do Dazed and Confused and Fire and some Nirvana. Dick. We had a friend who played drums who was a year older than us, and that was Andy, Andy Meets. So oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Another one of us, we started our first band when we were in eighth grade, just doing covers. We could do Toxicity, front oh, to shit. back, that whole album. Uh, we did some Jimi Hendrix. Oh, you guys learned that whole album? Yeah, I think there was one song, Chopsuit is hard, because like, uh, with like the acoustic and electric guitar, you know? Mm -hmm. So we didn't do that, but um, and then maybe like Forest or some song from that album that we didn't do. But yeah, pretty much the whole thing. Damn, damn, yeah. dude. Um, and then yeah, other, just the standards, Nirvana, the Ramones, um, Jimi Hendrix. Did, did this particular kind of like group, did you guys just jam and like learn covers? Did you guys play any like sets any, or shows or anything like that around the valley? Yeah, we tried to do our like eighth grade talent show, but yeah. you wouldn't let us. 
<laughs> you guys were too hard. <laughs> yeah, we, maybe it was like the fact that we played System of a Down. They were like, "It's your your drummer's not in the middle school, so you can't play here." But you know, curse these <laughs> stupid arbitrary rules. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the fact they didn't want that at a middle school. <laughs> like yeah. just kids freaking out to metal. Dead. Just give the kids what they want, though, man. It's yeah. give them some metal, and they'll go. They'll they'll go quietly into the night. Okay. <laughs> we had, you know, we did a tryout, so we had like people there, and they were stoked. It was like a Back to the Future situation, where <laughs> you know Marty McFly and, and the group. You guys get up there and you shred the fucking balls off the gym, and then the like one guy <laughs> stands up. Ah, you guys just aren't gonna cut it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's harsh, man. I think Schmatter got away with playing like <laughs> two talent shows. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't bother <laughs> I didn't bother the school at that time that we kept like these these post these graduates <laughs> just keep coming back to play music for the <laughs> But, yeah, the high school allowed that for sure. Later yeah, in high school, I yeah, got I guess, a few weird talent show things. Fair enough, fair enough. So, so what do you guys? Did you guys have a name for this group? Yeah, we were the Fuzz. The Fuzz. Because <laughs> there the was fu- already a big banner in the garage that said the Fuzz from like <laughs> our drummer's dad's band. Nice. He did a bunch of bands and stuff, and so his dad like. Uh, when he and his friends learned a hundred cover songs, they started calling themselves the Fuzz. Oh, Do you shit. remember there was a band called Three Finger Floyd? Yeah, around town. Yeah. yeah. So um, Leo, Andy's dad, was their bass player. Oh, wild. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then Leo and my dad, you like used to like work construction. You know, they're a few years apart, but like they were friends, so it was like a small town. You know, the connect. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's wild. That was that was the first band that I did, and then later they're like, right after that, we had some kind of like just internal shit, stopped hanging out. Um, so then he and Andy and Pete Larson and I had a band in freshman, our freshman year. Whoa, okay. Primus. Um, yeah, yeah. The same songs, just with like Primus and some stuff that Pete brought in. Fair enough, dude. Pete Larson, man. Like, what the fuck has that cat been doing, man? <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Because, like, like, if I'm thinking about, like, bass players from the Valley, I would have to put Pete Larson on that fucking list. You know what I mean? Like, right up there with you. Like, you, you're you probably in, like, the tops of that list for me, at least personally. But, like, yeah. that's... Dude. Like, he was, like, <laughs> popping off, too, man. Like, that just... But anyway, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, He's you two, you two in a band. Who Who's playing bass in that group? He was. So okay, I was so just learning to play guitar. So okay. eighth grade, I got my first guitar. So when I started, I started my first band playing bass and was learning guitar on the side. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that, that yeah. What, what, like, do you have a preference between the two? Like the, Now? Now yeah. it's guitar. I play, like, I mostly play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I pick up the bass, you know, it's home. I was, like, jamming with Jeremiah and Augie the other night and, like, I think we were listening to some like Donnie Benet there at the end of the night, and I just like picked up yeah. the bass and was like, "Oh shit, this is the bass group he's doing." So, <laughs> You're like I found that pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know it's comfortable. Yeah, it's that's interesting, play, man. So so it's like bass is like bass is kind of more of the comfort. Does guitar challenge you still? Like in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm still really pushing. There's always something for me to grab. You know. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's one of the like the. The, I don't know that that's those are the kind of activities or like you know things that like 
skills that you internalize to like chat like challenge yourself to hone that like really are just like lifelong kind of things right they're lifelong pursuits where you're just constantly going to be like looking for the next innovation to try and push into your regiment you know <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, i think that's always kind of it's fun and it helps like sharpen your your mind along the way you know because you're just there's there's nothing you're never going to hit a wall you know you're going to always have something else that you can do theoretically it's like right right and if like you you hit some you're on like a plateau and you're like trying to do something it's like this isn't working out there's always some other style to like practice like you know totally there's one side of you know guitar playing that isn't working out it's like well maybe just focus on like learning a different you know a different style from a different culture or doing yeah. you know something else to just like broaden your horizon and then come back to like what you're trying yeah hell yeah so that that kind of uh with some of these like earlier groups you guys were doing like some covers and stuff like that and when when did you start like working on like writing material uh you know I was always just practicing at home, so I always had like little riffs and stuff that I would do. Yeah. But probably around then, you know, I started writing some like punk songs. Hell yeah. First chorus verse, just like Ramones meets Nirvana ripoff. Never yeah. like made them with any bands. Maybe just starting. Like Pete and, you know, and uh, Andy, but like they were so much like the King Friday and Ghost Power band that I was in at that point that there's like, we were just playing their songs with us <laughs> fair enough fair enough so yeah. that that actually i mean that, i guess you know now that you're bringing them up like when 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 did you start participating in particularly like those two groups so that was in between eighth and ninth grade my brother okay. had he graduated and, and like came back so yeah it would have been 2004 summer 2004 okay. uh, he came back into town and the guy who was drumming with Andrew's band, Andrew Hauk's band, uh, you know, I think he like passed away in a little accident. So uh, he called my brother to see if he wanted to play drums with them. And being a little brother, I'm like, oh, let me go with. Let me come yeah, with. Yeah. I want to see this band. Um, and I showed up there, and my brother's like, all right, you know, you can come with, but you can't play. You can just hang out. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I just <laughs> yeah. want to be with. You know, I just want to be there. And so we pick up Andrew and take him to like, we go to like, you know, the jam space. And he's like, will you play bass or something, don't you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, bring an amp next time. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> My brother's like, all right, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah. Um, so right before my freshman year of high school, so beginning of 2004, I was, we were King Friday. His friend, uh, another guy named Jared, who was a singer who was from uh, Helensburg, came over we were that four piece of King Friday. Yeah. So King Friday. our first show was February of 2005 at the Emerald Station. Oh shit. We opened for Black Eyes and Neckties. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did. How'd that, how'd that set go down? <laughs> do you do you remember uh, it fondly? Do you remember? Oh man, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, you know, completely starstruck, you know. Like my brother playing some bands, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm at a show. I'm in a bar. Like, I'm 15 and I'm in a bar. This is awesome, dude." The first time you play at a bar underage feels <laughs> so fucking cool. <laughs> and like, so they had this like hardcore punk band like open first, and it was just some like raggedy ass dudes. 
and no one was having it because it was like gutter punk like it was cool but it was yeah, not yeah. you know it's like, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what gutter punk strives for cool but not, <laughs> not seven o'clock at a place that's kind of also sometimes fine dining <laughs> i just love i love that i like yeah yeah you know it's fine dining some gutter punk action you know <laughs> You'll get some sweat, yeah. maybe some spit on you. It's, it's good. Yeah, it was great. good time. So then we played our set, and it was the first, you know, first show we played, and we got there. The crowd was pretty decent by then. It was like eight thirty or nine, and yeah. people were like dancing. We had shit going on, and the dudes from that band got really mad, and they came up to us, and they were like screaming in our faces and all pissed off. Like, why? Because why? Because uh, nobody liked them, and we got a great response. Like, <laughs> they were I, just mad that you were better than them. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I was like, I didn't know what to do between being like elated of playing like my first yeah. show, and then also like confused. Like, yeah, like, you know, being like fifteen, it's like, do I fight them? Do I hit them? <laughs> <laughs> What's <laughs> protocol <sweet> here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's, does somebody um, swing first or do I just go in and like, do I just ignore it? Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah basically just ignore it. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, happened. that's... They left, yeah. Yeah. Later though, I think that guy sucker punched me in a mosh pit at Warped Tour in 2008. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, wait, yeah. are you... How, like, how certain are you of that? Like, I made eye contact with him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, do you think he remembered? Do you think you? I don't know. Maybe. Was That's it that kind of status? Fucking grudge, man. <laughs> He's been seething on this for. <laughs> I'm gonna get that fucking kid. He was like probably 22 or 23 at the time, and I'm like 15. So then later, he's like 25, 26. Well, so this also, dude, this mid 20s, just like he's just like been waiting around for a few years just to <laughs> fucking clock this teenager who upstaged him. <laughs> We're gonna jump a little bit here, but I had another punk band that I was in. My singer got oh. in a fist fight with him during one of our shows. So, oh shit, they were spraying beer all over, and it was a house party, and they just kind of started tumbling and it was slippery and fuck so, it was like Hogs. a series of things, you know, just small town. Yeah, small yeah. Small time. <laughs> I never did. <laughs> There's like weird, like happenstance rivalries almost. You're just like, I don't know why this is happening, but it's still happening. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, so do you think, just based on your quick count, do you do you owe him a fucking punch theoretically, or does he like well, who's the last person to swing on who, or like get into a tussle or whatever with whomever? Oh yeah, so, it would be me. Yeah, yeah, you you get you, you'd get you'd get a you'd get a swing on him theoretically. I suppose if I see him at a show, sure. I'll yeah, yeah. Him, push him over in the pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Push him over, and then as pit, pit protocol, help him up. <laughs> now we're even, man. Now we're. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I did it like an episode a while ago, like one of those like hodgepodge episodes. It was like about mosh pit protocol, and I hadn't thought mm-hmm. about some of that in so fucking long. <laughs> but I was like, it's legit, man. Like it really is. Like it's something that people like hold themselves to, which I've always I have always appreciated about mosh pits. You know, like yeah, there's only been like a handful of times where I feel like I've witnessed like a like a, a pit get I like full on out of control. Uh, but most of the time it's like 
it has its boundaries it stays within its context people just like get violent with each other and then like you know back off and so it's all good like yeah yeah you get one scrappy guy in there but yeah yeah exactly i always i always love the moment though like the break at a show where it's like it's like the music's like going you see the crowd like starting to get into it there's got to be one person that's just getting antsy enough to all of a sudden just like all right this this big dude over here looks like he could take a like a, a push so i'm just gonna like fucking thud into him and then like next thing you know it just start tumbling into it so like the mod the mosh pit has begun but there's yeah. always that one guy that's just like all right i'm just gonna run into somebody and like see if i can start it you know it's like, yeah I, I fucking love that <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude. Yeah, it's been a hot second since I've been in a mosh, but Oh yeah, would, no kidding. <laughs> you know. I would definitely I would I would definitely get into a pit still, I think. Like just for the fucking energy of it, you know? Yeah. You know, other than being caught in some unintentionally, um Yeah. When I know there's gonna be one, I like to be like, you know, the edge of the circle. I don't necessarily like to get hardcore into moshing just because mold now but like, i feel that <laughs> being in there and kind of like keeping the mosh contained is kind of a fun thing like you pick people up who are on the edge and sometimes you know you're in it and like tossing people around but you're also like keeping your smaller friends or whoever the people you're with who don't want to mosh like kind of you know out yeah. of it you gotta have a you gotta like the mosh has to have a good mosh guard set up around yeah. the edge you know what i mean it's a fun kind of fun spot to be because you know younger is like yeah of course i was a moshing and going wild but then it's like yeah being on the ring is kind of cool too like you're in it but yeah not see that i usually i usually like i'll get my bows out you know like oh, yeah. if, you, if you get to you get past the bows it means you're too close <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but, yeah, man. I mean, like, I'd probably like, I would dip into one. There's no way I would try. I would ever like. Oh God. I mean, this is just age sounding, like you said, but it is like I wouldn't thrash nearly as like I wouldn't just like recklessly throw myself into a mosh as I as I once might have. But I feel like I'd try, and then I'd probably get hurt, and then I'd probably be like, all right, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man. So I don't know if you know the band The Voids. It's like Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. Voids. Oh, okay. So like their their albums and stuff, it's more like electro punk sort of, but live okay. it's like a punk band. Like it was intense and the crowd just went bonkers and it was like, you know, yeah, the whole thing was a mosh. It was insane. Damn, dude. There were fights. There were fights. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Oh. My yeah, God, man. Uh... Well, like, okay, so that, so that way, like, out of some of the groups that you've been a part of, which ones have had, like, what group has had, like, the most crowd reaction? Like, have you gotten, like, what, what group started the mosh, the most mosh pits that you were a part of? Probably Ghost Power. I was going to say, man, that, yeah. that was what I was thinking. Ghost Power, probably. A lot of, like, dancey mosh pits and a lot of, sh like, pretty wild shows that we played like at like random parties at somebody's mm -hmm. place you know in some like skate cabin in the woods like a skate park cabin in the woods thing like yeah the people were just rowdy and there was moshes there and just like the venues the places we played you know just yeah it was rowdy but there were some schmouter shows too where it did i got thinking that bloomers show was uh some hot shit oh yo dude that <laughs> was a rowdy one that <laughs> Wasn't that like, uh, that like that was the one of the last shows that they were like allowed to do there? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think right because it was like there was just too much, 
too much damage that happened to the like the floral floral shop underneath. I think. <laughs> yeah, there was stuff falling off the ceiling and looking yeah. too rowdy. Yeah, you can't get too rowdy in the valley. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a limit. There's a yeah. There's a <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. Fun is acceptable. Rowdiness, <laughs> it's quelled. It, yeah. Oh man. But the Waldos too. I mean those. They're hard to remember, but I know some of those shows at the, um, <laughs> at the ballroom. I just yeah. remember like us starting mosh pits. Like we were in there and we were just like, Whoa, just like push people and just like go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Waldos was a bit, yeah. There was more instigating on our part, I think, a little bit. Not just sonically sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. Well, well so from like, from this era, where did you where did you go to like next? Where did you go from, uh, you know, in terms of like like King Friday and like Ghost Power? Yeah. Like, what was uh, the next line in your in your musical band band life so far? So that was pretty much all of high school. Um, you know, the cover band we did like talent show my freshman year, and then we just kind of played around a little bit, but like. I did school band and had other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. My junior year, I did write a bass solo and did that for my talent show. Hell yeah. Two-handed tapping thing, like, I don't know, just a like two or three minute little like bass piece. Dude. And then uh, my brother stopped playing with Ghost Power somewhere between like my junior and senior year. He was just kind of like over it, over being in bands. So he stopped playing. My friend Joel started playing the drums and we played like maybe two or three shows. So by the time my senior year rolled around, I wasn't really active with them anymore. Okay. That was pretty much over. So that, you know, late 2007, early 2008, I was pretty much out of that. Um, yeah. So that's when I probably started writing more songs on my own and started like doing my own stuff, trying to record things with like audacity and a shitty mic and just plugging my guitar directly through pedals into the microphone jack on my computer <laughs> just being Damn, <laughs> well that was it right it was like you had to you know try to figure out like how to do something with what you got man like mm -hmm. you know there wasn't like a plethora of different free like programs that you could try out or like you know different things like like we're uh, the accessibility is just so much greater right now that it's yeah. you know it's like it's it's something i will never take for granted basically it's because i remember days like that like particularly for me it was like uh, I mean, I remember like recording shit things on, uh, you know, at Rex's at the at the the compound up there. But I I also remember like distinct memories of like putting trying to sync music onto VHS tapes and like having to <laughs> like having to bait, like run the audio to like a TV and then run the the pick like the the you know picture like separately or all this different shit. And it was just like so jacked, man. And then so. He, <laughs> Yeah, doing the stuff like that where you start like just experimenting on like how to figure out anything you can is such an interesting phase. Like back, it's in that pocket of time, at least for for me. And but it sounds like for you a little bit that like started oh. out right there. You know, like yeah, definitely. When you can put your own song on your iPod and listen to it, and you're like, 
oh yeah the drums are like a hundred miles away and the guitar is like just dead sounding there's nothing to it but you're like that's yeah, mine yeah but it. I, it's on an ipod yeah. <laughs> it's in play. yeah oh my god dude so like yeah so you started kind of like, like messing around there did you have anything that like really oh, popped yeah. out of there uh no without that time frame <laughs> nope, nothing just farting around they're yeah. probably still on a computer so i was at a show at the basement um sometime around then winter break time um and just i think it was actually black eyes and neckties they were in town and i was seeing them because i loved them you know it was like the second or third time i got to see them uh and some other guys some older dudes um I don't know if you know who Jeremy Logan is. He was in some bands, I think, um, Wayward Youth, some other bands from like Wenatchee back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, he and a few other guys were starting this punk band and they needed a bass player. And they were all like between 26 and 30. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it, let's go. <laughs> I can so, do that. <laughs> you know, um, we were called, we did like two house shows. We were called Off The Record and um nice. yeah they were just like crazy house parties at our drummer's house dope and i would just smoke cigarettes and drink beer i would get weed for our drummer because <laughs> he was like just moved back to town or something so i would trade weed for beer and there you go would go there in between like you know school and work at dairy queen oh yeah <laughs> just like drink fucking bush light and smoke cigarettes and play punk rock it was <laughs> it was an interesting time <laughs> it's a good it's a good time did you ever did you ever uh snag a blizzard to take home with you play some punk rock while smoking a cigarette and eating a blizzard probably not you know i would probably just chow that shit out on the way there nah <laughs> nah <fool. laughs> dude that's yeah, fucking so, funny so yeah, yeah you guys you said you guys played a couple of shows like a couple of just like house shows and stuff yep yep two house parties um that second one devolved into a fight because our singer was oh, just no. like you take, take these tall boys shake them up crack stone cold steve austin style blast them all over the place all shaken up no Hard floors you know? no so, dude no just, people are slipping all over the place and he's like someone slipped into him or he slipped into this dude and they just like third dude. song in through like the fifth song because we just kept playing you know we just like kept going <laughs> the band marches on we just like played the soundtrack this like, brawl it was pretty fucking cool <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool I gotta yeah and it was <laughs> two track deep i don't know the fight lasted two tracks man because <laughs> they like stopped and then it started again you know because like all right song because we jammed on the same like punk riff for like three minutes we're like okay we stopped and like all right the fight stops so then we start another song like all fight starts again it's just like oh yeah ding ding again <laughs> yeah oh fucking hell dude that's great great that i feel like that's a treasure of a of a memory right there like playing yeah it was, it was See, my 18th birthday <laughs> but nobody like nobody there recognized it because it was like a pre-party for our singers like 29th or something i'm like hey i'm 18 today and they're like huh. cool cool <laughs> <laughs> damn them older yeah. older kids were always so cruel <laughs> yeah it was like a it was a life lesson like well i'm an adult now nobody gives a shit 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what real life must be. <laughs> yeah. But actually, in between that, so there was a really cool thing that Pete Larson will bring him back up. He and I oh, did. God, dude. So I have this thing planned out for this my senior year for the talent show, right? Um, yeah. It was this cool, excuse me, uh, like drum guitar piece that my friend and I wrote. And it was this like crazy trippy, like went through different, different sounds and styles. And it was like this really cool thing. Uh, but he kind of backed out at the last minute. So I went over to Pete's place and like, hey, you want to do the talent show? Do some like bass shit, do something. Yeah. So he and I wrote uh, what ended up being dueling basses. And it was kind of like played off the dueling banjos, like the teaching kind of scene shtick. Yeah. And we started just like ripping all these bass solos. And like, we had this part in it where like we were both doing bass lines and lead lines. So there was like two bass lines and two leads going at the same time. Cause we're both like two handed tapping and yeah. just doing all this crazy shit. But it was also kind of a comedy routine. Like I had a big sombrero and like I did this ripping bass solo and like threw the hat off my head and then he started doing like the Mexican hat dance and kind of like uh, for a while got back to bass playing dude that's fucking that sounds fucking awesome actually man yeah yeah we did it at Melo one other time like that summer I was gonna say I feel like I don't know I feel like I've heard of like I, I don't know if I have if I was if I witnessed it or not like I, I wish mm-hmm. I like I wish I did if I did not I wish I had that memory yeah it, it sounds just cool. like a fucking incredible honestly there was one other thing uh like Andy meets and another guy um well, it's gonna take me a- Adam Harum he was a guy who was just he went to Wenatchee High School hmm. he does like video editing he actually works for a news station in Spokane now Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, he was just a really good musician. I was in like the school band with him. Yeah. But they did this thing called the Mad Men 3 Ultimate Destruction. And what? Uh, it was these four guys with bass drums. And they, it was like a whole comedy bass drum routine. But it was like like a marching band bass drum line solo. So like they were doing like the Pirates of the Caribbean theme, like scenes from the Lord of the Rings. Like there was this whole like overarching Lord of the Rings thing where like someone was betraying one of the members and it was just like comedy, but also like avant-garde, really like high skill bass drum solo show. Yeah. Like just seeing that all the time was like, oh cool, yeah, a crazy comedy music show. Let's do it. That's what I mean, dude. That's ah, oh, dude, it's like it's this reoccurring thing that I think is so un I mean maybe it's just uncanny to me but it seems like like i don't know there's so much talent that is just brimming with people like throughout like the 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 valley i mean we're just you know going through sitting down with with all of you guys all, all my friends who have just been like able to share their some of their experiences it's like you guys are also so uber talented and have done these different things but you guys do it all so fucking casually like it's just like you got like you know it's like you do it for the sake of like wanting to like have, have, yeah, yeah have some creative fun you know and it's and it's i don't know man it's just like that i think drives like everybody to just do so much better i think you know what i mean yeah part of it for me is like from doing it in school like the stuff that you have to learn all the scales some yeah. of the like time signatures and weird stuff when you're just like doing it every day like in school you meet and like you make friends in that class so then if you're a weirdo and you make friends in music class with another weirdo you like get together and do weirdo <laughs> shit it's <laughs> like you're both like good but you don't know what to do with it because you're like 12 so you're just like 
I don't know. It's just fucking. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Get this out. I don't know what. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, uh, dude. I don't know, man. It's, it's it's just great, but that and that's why, like, I think eventually, how did I mean? This makes me sound like I don't have a memory at all. But how how did you uh, like um, come into the sh- the Schmouter fold? Like, what was your perspective on that? Oh, Be- this is yeah. Like, because this like, very- go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say because this is like. This this leads right into like where Schmouter always was, you know. So it's like the sake of just doing fucking weird <laughs> shit. We're doing weird shit's sake. So where did you come in there, and like how did you feel about like that that joining of forces? Yeah, it's absolutely a relevant timing thing. Um, so the first time I went to the estate and met everyone proper was after the second show of Dueling Bases with Pete and I, like our second night of the high school talent camp. Yeah. So it would have been February, 2008. I went over to the estate for like, you know, this after party. Yeah. But before that, just playing in Ghost Power, like DFR was always around. I remember like the Whack Arnolds. Uh, there's a, I have pictures in the Pink <laughs> Friday show where the members of Steel, Steel Armadillos are the audience. But the Primo, <laughs> Caleb, Rex, uh, Elliot, and they're just like, they are, yeah, it's at Centennial Park, just rainy yeah. spring morning. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, people were always around, like, those guys were always around. Yeah. And being the same age as them, you know, you kind of like connect. And it's like, I knew about Rex. I knew he was a bass player. I don't yeah. think I'd ever talk to him, but it's like, yeah, we're both like, hey, you're the bass player from that band. Oh, you're pretty good, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, what's up? He also, I think, did a stage dive off of a speaker at a Ghost Power show so, at the Grange. So, you know. It sounds like Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Infamy tales. Dude, that, yeah. That's um, legit. That makes sense then. So, like, yeah. well, that's because, like, I mean, for so fucking, I think, like, for a little bit of for a little bits of time, I think everybody has to shake the uh, the the like Wenatchee East Wenatchee vibe. You know what I mean? Like like uh, for some reason, there's like this little bit of like a weird like rivalry esque feeling that you just like you eventually are just like the fuck is this? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's no difference. Like it's just they just they have the Wenatchee school and I go to the East Wenatchee school. Like uh, whatever. Yeah. My freshman year, I went to uh, Emmett Brooks's end of the year party and oh, yeah. like, played guitar with a bunch of people there. Like they had that band Run Riot. Yo, um, <laughs> Run Riot. <laughs> so like, I mean, like Dane Gifford, I don't think he played drums with them, but he was around, you know, and like all those, I can't remember a lot of those people, but like yeah. they were all there. Like, I don't know. Cause I think they went on to do stuff, you know, related to other local bands, but. So it was always kind of like dipping in both pots, I guess. East, West. East and West. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and there were like, I mean, inevitably there were like specific like pockets of like, this was a Wenatchee man. This is, you know, East Wenatchee man. I mean, like it it was always there, although like there is like, you know, I think like, how do I say it? Of, uh, you know, certain individuals transcended, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so, so, you, so the first time you kind of like were really like in, like, you know, you were in, like really kind of in, introduced or like in that, or interacting with everybody, we said was like at the estate. 
Yep. Yeah, that would have been so February of 2008. I think it was still pretty early on in the estate days. Yeah. Like they saw the six. I remember playing Smash Bros. And the, just like the great equalizer was the estate, man. <laughs> well, because like I crush, you know, I'm a dedicated Smash Bros. player. I'm yeah. a, you know, I do like to game and I yeah. came in and whooped some ass and they're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. I think I, you know, I think Troy ended up beating me or something, but I got to the point where I was playing Troy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah he's our, he's the master hand of the group anyway. So it's like, you, know, <laughs> you have to get through other people. But once you get up, once you start beating down, I mean, you would have beat me down. I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a, a novice, if we will. Uh, I played like the new one online and got my ass handed to me. But, yeah, oh, dude. You know. I recently, I recently did too. I, I've, I kind of enjoy trying to play online, but I've never won a match. Like, <laughs> not yet. Not like on the Wii back in the day. I crushed some kids online, but now. Oof. Oh yeah, dude. I never got. I never played the Smash Bros on the Wii. Was it really that? Was, was it like a good adaptation? I guess I never really got into it. Like I said. Yeah, I mean, it was, I think it was, me- it was Melee, is that one, or Brawl, whichever one, but... I think it was Brawl. Controllers. Yeah, it is Brawl, for sure. Uh, you know, we used GameCube controllers. It was... Yeah. It was good. I liked yeah. it. There's just, like, a two... I, basically, I skipped... I don't know. Somehow, I skipped from, like, the 64 to the Switch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah pretty I mean? much, because that was, like, my... Yeah, same thing. Didn't own a Nintendo system until the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, damn. But yeah, okay. So, you know, you're at the estate. You're playing Smash, and then one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, we got you're in you're in you're in a new band. Or how, how did yeah, you get there? What was the... into a new band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oops, I fell into this band. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't really like you know. Um, I started hanging out at the estate right after that. I was like, this place is the fucking tits. I'm yeah. gonna. <laughs> There's other people in bands. There's all kinds of shit here. Like. This is the spot to be. So started hanging out, you know, school ended. And I worked with a lot of people who hung out there too. So Hell yeah. it's unfair to you know, not mention Dairy Queen. Uh, I worked with Nick Flannery. I worked with Scott Weiss. I worked with JMO. <laughs> Dude, uh, I forgot all of them worked there though. Yeah. Holy shit. I remember Jameson worked there and I remember I remember the Weiss did. I, I didn't remember that, that Flannery did also. And then, oh wow. Yeah. you. You guys were all part of that crew. Yeah, so I knew all the fellas. Um, <laughs> Emmett even worked there for a while, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so kind of naturally fell into hanging out there. Hell yeah. Was, like, during that summer. And I think, I want to say, there was a weird one-off show at Rex's Garage where the Whack Arnolds played. And I had just got, like, this Korg R3 synth. So I played synth in the Whack Arnolds <laughs> one show in the garage. That would have been my first, I think, official, like, oh my show God. with you guys. I kind of remember that. Like, Yeah, it was a weird... I don't know. I don't, I don't, every time I've tried to have or be a part of some sort of garage, out the garage sort of show, it has never fucking worked out. (laughs) Yeah, it was just some friends watching friends play music. It was, you know. It's just basically we were just hanging out. We basically were just having like a hangout. It was like, instead of doing it inside, we were just doing it outside. (laughs) Yeah, yep. (laughs) There might have been a few extra people there. Ne- how yeah negligible apparently yeah it, it's, uh there's that and then um so that's a, that's a good test though 
It's a good test. That's a good test, though. You have to throw yourself into the whack Arnold's machine and see if you can. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Can you hang in just a full noise? (laughs) Just an onslaught of bullshit. Oh, dude. At that point, man, I was listening to so much Sonic Youth, like for for years at that point, just nonstop. That I was just getting into Frank Zappa, Hmm. but I was also listening to a lot of metal. You know, my taste yep. was and a lot of hella. I don't know if you know. And then, like, I was also getting a lot of noise shit, like, like Boris and Sun. And um, I don't know if you've heard of Merzbo, but it's like just like black noise shit. No, Merzbo. I like it then. Now, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, I had wild tastes. <laughs> Mike Arnold's was up my alley. I love the energy. Dude, it, yeah. It was a performance piece, if you will. Oh, I got it. I full on. I was like on board with it <laughs> from the jump. Just like, yes. <laughs> Fucking rage. Oh my God, dude. Okay. So, so, and that kind of probably bled into like, well, what other kind of jamming can happen and whatnot then? Yeah. So, um, Pete Larson and Rex and Elliot and Calvin had a band called Peyote Kite. Oh my fucking god dude that's right yeah and elliot wasn't really playing with them so much anymore because i think whatever so i came in (laughs) playing guitar with them i was like doing rhythm guitar stuff hell yeah and right about that same time troy was going to school so hollywood vines yeah (laughs) earning his (laughs) moniker (laughs) uh so you guys were like looking at either having Peter I play bass, I think, for Schmouter, and so you chose me. I was chosen. <laughs> I was selected and picked. <laughs> yeah, the 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 gift the the, the, the Schmouter gods basically were gifting a, a a mortal a chance. It sounds like, jeez. <laughs> Uh, no, the Schmatter, like Schmatter was just like, at that point, like it was just a fucking, like we were looking at res- like kind of having a resurgence and stuff like that. I, I really like, it, like a re, yeah. re, re-go, like. Yeah. Well, cause Metal De Niro, you had just put it out and I'm actually in the liner. I'm in the picture on the in Metal De Niro. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you have Troy's face is like cropped in there, but I'm credited on my shit. <laughs> I love, I loved, I wish I still had a copy of that fucking shit jacket we put together. <laughs> I just, I found it like oh, a little while did. ago, like listening to these pods. I was, well, it kind of coincides. I was digging through because my car has a CD player. So I'm like digging through looking for CDs and just like looking through old shit. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> dude, that, dude I have like, I bought everybody's CDs. So like, I have a copy of that. I have a copy of Tales. I have. Like a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> dude. That's actually pretty cool, though. Yeah. I wish, I wish I would have, I, I would have held on to some of that. But okay, so, so what was the first like uh, uh, performance that that you were? Was that the was that the Mela show? Double header. <laughs> Peyote Coyote played guitar with Peyote Coyote. Turned around, played bass with Schmouter. Ripping. Yep. <laughs> Back, local legends. Dude, the, the the video of that proof of that Schmouter performance, which is still on YouTube, like Seriously? it's yeah, it is. It's a 
it's like it's so fucking funny we're so crammed onto that stage <laughs> oh yeah dude like we, there's no room for anybody to, to like spread out and you can tell <laughs> like, oh, i was so cramped it was great man it was great but, a, th- a thunderous resurgence <laughs> yeah shit we played there so much and we just kept building like it was cramped but at a certain point we had a keyboard on the stage too yeah exactly we we still have a little bit of room (laughs) we just don't move yeah a few more things up here yeah people won't mind if we if we just don't move around right yeah dude that that jay schmatter video is still up there it's on it's i think it's under your account technically wow shit Or maybe, maybe an old account. <laughs> Is it Jasper plays the bass? Yeah. Oh, yep. Shit. <laughs> well, let me rake in the royalties from that when we get in contact with YouTube and uh, yeah, get some cut. Clearly, clearly, you're missing out on some advertisement money that they've been, they've been raking in. <laughs> but yeah, that that was the birth of uh that was the first experience like the time we busted out the binary breakdown that was like oh man yeah the God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nick made like a like a recent like adaptation of the binary breakdown i think really i'd have to like find it it was like in a google file or some shit like that but that's awesome yeah i mean but dude the, the era of schmouter like i love the original era of schmouter but the era the like where you were really like like in and like part of the creative process and everything was really like that was when we started getting weird and wild with it which was so much fucking fun dude like in, in hindsight like it was so much like you think about like all the different elements and like i don't know you were just like a great addition to like a perspective wise to like add to that like whole like collage you know yeah we like pump songs out i don't know i kept coming up with shit. i remember like open mic night just like i was playing with you guys one day it was like one of our first few practices maybe after that show where i was like okay yeah i'm actually like yeah. i'm in the band i'm gonna put some energy into this this is what i'm doing and just like oh we'll just like do this and then this and then this and like yeah. a few songs just kind of came out that way i remember like the mutants um dusty yeah. was like i want to do this riff that sounds like the blakes so he just starts like playing this thing and then we all started riffing off of it yeah and it's like every time i don't know rex and i have like a crazy chemistry musically so like he and i play off each other really well and like that time you know that period was like us just like figuring that out yeah like he and nick and i too like the three of us together had some like tasty jams that's what i was thinking man i mean like you met yeah like the three of you for sure but particularly you and rex like definitely were like i feel like you guys just like and you know i can't speak for your musical uh feels but like it was just like you guys just jived so well with like your like what you guys would bring to the table with each other or like how you play off of each other it it's like that's one of those things i still tell people about i'm like i just feel like you guys had this like uh, like sixth sense about like you know how to dance around each other like sonically and shit it was just fucking uncanny like still you know if he's playing the drums and i'm like playing guitar or whatever it just yeah. like fucking it's like magic we jammed like maybe a month or two ago yeah it was just like we were jamming with augie but like i've almost felt bad there's like almost no room for him like between he and i because just like 
fucking riffing like always dude honestly man like i'm not knocking what like it's not like whatever like the project you then the group you seem to be like currently work working with like sounds like a wild like eclectic group which is cool as fuck but you and rex if you guys ever got together and just eked out like an ep together or something like that mm-hmm. would be such an interesting fucking project man that would like, be fun yeah like I mean, you guys could probably just jam, dude. Like, I don't know if that, if, like, honestly, you guys could probably do like, like five tracks of just like starting in one place, ending in another, you know? <laughs> probably, yeah. There were so many recordings of that that got just kind of lost when his uh, recording machine died. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> All the hours of shit. Dude, there was a lot on that thing, if I recall correctly, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh. He and Caleb and I did a lot of stuff too. We did a yeah. lot of wild jams, all in like the kind of Schmouter era, you know? It all kind of like, cause at that point I was just like in it, you know? I was yeah. like fully absorbed into all of your friend group, you know? The Schmouter fold. <laughs> yeah, everyone that I knew, like that I grew up with in Wenatchee either like moved away or like was a piece of shit or just shit kind of fell apart. Yeah. So. I like, have a whole new group of people over there. Yeah. That's something I've like, I don't know. I know you, I mean, you included, man. Like, I think that like one of the things that we are all can be really grateful for is like the, the friend, like group that we had built, like, in, mm-hmm. you know, in the, these time for this time frame and whatnot, like, you know, it's like, a, it's, a, uh, I think we can, have like a lot like a long-standing you know comfort and like like we can pick each other's energy right back up and like that's something i've been recently experiencing and i think it's fucking awesome and it's something to like you know it's yeah we just we just have so like so many just like random i think just random fucking ties and stories and like shit that it's just like you ain't gonna ever shake that connect you know what i mean yeah it's like it's so cool to have found that in a in this place and like you know even outside of all of us who played in bands like even the people who surrounded the estate and the whole friend group was all really cool people mm. like one thing that always comes to mind is like if you remember the snatch olympics oh god like, dude yeah just like something like that getting organized like this whole day like event of all these people who are all sort of like one or two degrees from each other yeah just show like that was, was rad yeah well and i think um you know like particularly having a a spot like the estate uh being able to like kind of center everything really like Mm -hmm. that was i think what really like i think it was a catalyst for so much because it just became a connecting thing like you know it yeah 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 everybody's like you know 18 19 like between 17 and 19 or something like that or between 17 and 21 even yeah it's all this energy and all this shit like here's the place where you can like get away with quite a bit you have a pretty <laughs> relatively wild idea you can get away with it, <laughs> it could be indulged yeah. yeah hear me out i know it sounds crazy but y'all want to do this <laughs> dude like i just yeah there's like there's so many random times too like like i remember like it's just we've we got so lucky along the way that like think like that place never like caught fire or burn you know (laughs) things didn't happen like seriously you know like we got like, uh, like i remember josh god damn dude like it was like he had he was like all upset because he like 
it was like they were trying to go to what's that fucking festival in Seattle in that park? Uh, Bumbershoot. Yeah, Bumbershoot. And they drove over and he had forgot their tickets or something like that. So he had to drive all the way back that night. And then he basically just like missed the fucking entire entire day or whatever. And he yeah. got so upset that he was like doing. He was like smoking hookah by himself, really drunk in the living room, and he like just started lighting shit on fire like inside like he like on the table like <laughs> and so i woke up the next morning like i slept through whatever the fuck was happening probably because i passed out drunk also because well I, I will say this me and him i remember distinctly going to the store and buying like eight bottles of wine <laughs> so, and i drank only like two of them so <laughs> yeah, like, but i got up and there's ash like everywhere and it was just like i just like i like looked at I like eventually Josh got up and I just like dude what the fuck happened last night like there's ash in the living room there's ash out in the carport there's ash, like just piles and then like you know and I just and he was just like yeah man I just got so fucking drunk I just started like you know I just like start burning shit man and I was like, like I was just like the fuck dude like you can't do that shit inside man you can't I, I'll go outside light the carport on fire but like don't yeah. fucking light the carpet on fire don't you know there's like oh, yeah. shit like oh my god dude like the pizza boxes that got stacked there's like the oh. the like the general box pile that eventually was around for so fucking long <laughs> there's yeah there's... I, was, I saw the pizza box pile it was uh it was Gr legendary yeah it was something Gr it was grotesque and legendary <laughs> <laughs> a grotesque shrine to indulge yeah. self indulgence <laughs> this is what the american dream is kids <laughs> <laughs> But God, dude, yeah, the, but yeah, the estate, man, it was just, it was like, it was a, a, a pocket of our, of our own making of just like whatever the fuck kind of universe we wanted in the moment. It was so weird, man. It was such a strange dynamic to be able to like bring to and be a part of, you know, and, and yeah. like, and strange in a good way. I mean, because it was just like, there's an eclectic circuit of people always going around, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember, yeah. like, after every major show, we would always try to invite people back. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was always the after party. The, always well, the yeah. after party. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just us, like, blacking out within, like, two or three hours. <laughs> like, at, like, midnight, we're all, like, <laughs> I was vomiting in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I was probably vomiting, if not already passed out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to have a party. Well, party's starting right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I mean, it did never help that me and me and Gil would drink a lot, uh, some liquid, plenty of liquid courage before the set. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was a uh, I was a sober musician back then. I mean, I drank afterwards, but I was like, uh, I didn't really drink beforehand, and I wasn't yeah. smoking then either for like the first half of Schmouter. <laughs> it was like the enough. back half. It was around like the time we recorded. Um, Jay Schmouter versus the world. Yes. <laughs> That's around the time that I was starting to get, get high again. Stuff yeah. like, uh, uh, <laughs> oh shit, what was that? Uh, Death on TV. You know, I'm yeah. sure there was, there may have influence there. I still, I, I think about that song fairly often. For, like, uh, that song was so fucking cool in con, like, yeah. just, I wish I had a copy of that to jam on. Like, 
Yeah, I might have one floating around. I know it's on a computer for sure. Yeah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah also might have it. He's like the like, I guess he gets to be the super the Jay Schmatter super fan or something because he he's the <laughs> one that has like I think most of the fucking albums and stuff like that. So oh nice nice. I believe I believe. But, <laughs> yeah. So in between, like, uh, what, what was like? What do you have like a particular Schmatter show that would stand out to you, like? So there are two that are kind of in, so there's a few, I mean, there's so many. One, so right away, the show we played in Spokane, that's oh. like a whole other story <laughs> where like, we played to no one, we went and just did a fucking wild party. But like, the two shows that we did at um, uh, the community center, the old church. Yeah, yeah. So the first one, the debacle with that shit, that Christmas show where we got locked out of our room and I had fucking, I was dressed as emo Santa because we were going to do this Christmas in the Underworld trilogy. Yeah. All the shit on and we got locked out and it's like, fuck, it just didn't (laughs) work out. just fucking emo Santa. Yeah, now I'm just (laughs) completely out of context. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, that fucking shit was so, so frustrating it was just like yeah. and i mean god dude we couldn't do anything about it back there yeah it was a bummer but i feel like we got redemption of the valentine's day show a few months later yeah because that was just like a bumping show it was like a crazy crowd just like a lot of energy i think we played well and it was just like fun it was yeah a fun, fun show dude i agree like that that one and that that is supposedly there's like a video of that yeah, set yeah we watched it i watched it with like jeremiah and rex and dusty um last summer oh yeah yeah definitely yeah does the does the performance hold up <laughs> i think it does it's, i think it's how i remember it hell yeah yeah that, that's that's really what gets it's like is it how i remember it <laughs> yeah man uh the mailish shows although they kind of blur together those were like a ton of fun too and just like it was a cool thing to do, you know, just to go hang out there and like see other musicians in town. And yeah, well, I think like, I'm not trying to toot our own horns or anything. I just think it was like, it, like it was, it was the repetition of like doing stuff like that, that really helped kind of motivate more things in a lot of ways. Like there's, there's, there's like little, only little pockets, you know, there's like some like house shows that would keep going on. But at that time there was no fucking places to play. Yeah, except for like yeah. the the hodgepodge centennial park thing right like yeah yeah there wasn't shit yeah the grange had closed down um you had to be 21 to play at bars but there really wasn't any bars having bands play yeah Wally's was still just like a dive without bands and, yeah uh, as soon as as yeah. soon as Wally's finally turned and like really and like started hosting live music that was that's like another point i think that really is like kept like especially punk alive over there you know oh I mean? yeah yeah it's like, the music interesting down for sure yeah that's that's interesting but yeah yeah those melee shows were, were always kind of like a fun sort of like push i think every time it happened you know so. yeah yeah and like they obliged you know letting us play last you know because it's like it wasn't really yeah. coffee shop stuff I, I was always so surprised that Darren wasn't like uh, like fine with that you know yeah I was like because it was like because yeah we were just like having fun you know our songs like we were a metal band and whatever but it, we were just kind of like it was also like comedy yeah but, and like that later end was like a lot of like sci-fi and like literature and like just pop culture like reference mm-hmm. songs 
You know, I wish still that Fahrenheit 451 song was was floating around. Like, oh yeah, dude. Oh man, Rex and I probably in like 2015 or 16 when I was living in Cheney, he and I did like a jam on that. Um, oh. But we did like like a swing style, like a oh. swing jazz style version of it. Oh, wild. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's that's one. Like, that's... Uh, I wanted to do, like, another... Uh, try to, I want to try to organize, like, a Schmouter... Like, a Schmouter-themed podcast, like, where we do, like, you know, get, like, Dusty, Nick, you... Uh, oh, hopefully, yeah. we'll, hopefully we can get Rex to call in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think if we're all in, he might... Yeah, and then like you know, I really want to try and hash out some of those, like some of some of those 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 more things. But what what was like the next was what was the thing like, like after Schmatter that you dove into? So would you Schmatter say kind of like disbanded, and we did that Bloomer show, mm-hmm. like which was cool, but yeah. I think Dusty wasn't there, so it was just the four of us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I just played music with Rex. You and I we had uh, and Rex we did like that J-Bug and the other sounds we yeah. did a little thing a little thing <laughs> like Rex and I just jammed like five or six times a week probably <laughs> like three hours nice, a day man. plus we just man. jam just go yeah. rash and like Caleb was there a lot too yeah it was mostly just like playing and playing and playing yeah and then um there was the thing we did with Pete too, with you and Rex and Pete and I, we did a Portuguese marigold, yeah, some songs and like just kind of had a little band there. Yeah, yeah. So okay, <laughs> you're gonna have to indulge my hazy memory, <laughs> but uh, like we were, we were, did we attempt recording with Portuguese marigold? Oh yeah, I'm sure we recorded. Yeah, because we had. Does any, do you know if any of that exists? No, that would have all been lost on Rex. Oh, dang, dude. Death, yeah. Yeah, those are long gone. <laughs> we had like probably what two or three like shorter songs, three or four shorter songs. Yeah. And like one like between 20 minute and 45 minute piece. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah. Towards the end type of like yeah. jam masterpiece. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I was like, I remember this. Just like, I guess peace is how I describe it. <laughs> <Yeah>. it, was, <laughs> it was something else, man. But but J Bug of the other sounds was also kind of like a weird sort of like uh, recording experience as well. I mean, well, I'll just say we indulged in some stuff and we, you know, just hyper. We just like went at some instruments and some thing and some microphones you know yeah oh yeah i mean we were there was a, a lot of weed and a lot of mushrooms floating around and we listened to an uh, american prayer that jim yeah. morris in the doors thing all the time so it was just like let's make some crazy collage music or something <laughs> like spin this globe and record the squeaking yeah <laughs> yeah scraping a spinning ride cymbal for like percussion and, <laughs> yeah or just like yeah like weird minimal stuff with like vocals just just <laughs> yeah just me shouting shouting uber important <laughs> things over the top <laughs> whatever yeah it was like almost like the opposite of schmouter though you know yeah going from this like high energy like 
performance comedy metal stuff to like just something really bizarre and experimental definitely yeah well i I think that was kind of one of the intrigues about like about that that you know just the dynamic of switching from one to the other you know yeah so we did portuguese marigold and then rex and i there was a brief band called the rock city rebels which is where we did like rock and roll and out of control and and we took we had wrote like i hate the government and a few other like hippie protest songs and turned them into punk songs so we had this going and shit just kind of fizzled for a minute and that all yeah. came back with the Waldos because yeah. I moved to the estate uh, like November, late November December of 2009 Yo. 2010 beginning of 2010 I was like on my winter break I think and you and Caleb and Rex were in the basement with like a, a guitar missing a string and like, you're like hey do you have any like shit we could play music on I'm like yeah I got this like a banjo and another guitar <laughs> just like first some songs in your yeah. room there yeah yeah it, it it you know the waldos again this sort of came out of like this weird hodgepodge and i think it what what it, the what it became was was really the the, the better aspect of it you know like where it yeah. started was definitely kind of like more from like a how do i say it? for myself it was a little emo-y if i can be honest and then so i'm oh, glad yeah. I, i'm glad i steered away. it was like i, I tried to like I, I think like we like through what you guys kind of were starting to put together musically it helped steer away from like particular st- sort of styles and yeah. and in the end it also started becoming a little more experimental which was like yeah which is interesting <laughs> where the you buffalo guys... roams is like <laughs> oh man what a song i still remember there i can't remember that like lead guitar riff it's never like been able to come back to me dude that's well, the end part i can definitely still remember that that's like to be honest like Aside from Schmatter, Waldo's is definitely like a, an entity that, like, if I if we had an opportunity to like all get in the same room again, it would be really interesting to see, like, what we could rehash. Just if any, if anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, some of those songs, yeah, are definitely lost. Like, I don't, I just don't remember them. Yeah, I have like the old three three song demo. So like, double down. She's walking down the aisle and then rock and roll and out of control and those, you know, I rock- Yeah. But yeah, fair. I really wish we were able to have completed the gunslinger thing because it was just it was like such a it's such a weird, interesting idea. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like it was like we were gonna lay down a story about these characters in reverse. Mm-hmm. Because it came at the end of the songs. Like yeah. at the end of a, like three different songs, there was like this weird blues sort of thing we would do. And just like these kids, I don't know. It just it it yeah. was it was just bizarre. Bizarre but fun, but fun. And that was the fucking like that whole group was like it was just like playing on stage with each other was like such a fucking experience too because it was just like. We were just trying to get fucking wild. That's like as soon as you go, you just like you're just sort of like just go, just go. Like yeah, dude, yeah, just 
it's the energy like i don't yeah. even i don't know where it came from i don't know maybe it was because i had like just moved out of my parents place or something yeah like i was just like full of it and it came through in the music and we were just like skateboarding all the time yeah dude, the longboarding sessions man just like just being like high energy like I don't know. We just stopped paying for internet and TV, and so we just like shoot dice and drink and like, like <laughs> on board and play music. And we, we were just, we were scrappy. We were scrappy. Yeah. We also, yeah. I mean, we also went on some other tears. There was also a lot of like tagging, vandalism, tipping over outhouses. You know, this classic sh- like just like shithead stuff. You know, it's like, and it, but it's like it's like it's. I don't know. It's, it's what you. It was fun. It was. Yeah. I, I regret some of it, but not all of it. <laughs> yeah, there was like a self-destructive tear to the whole thing, but it also added to the music. Like totally, the music all together was like where it was all focused around, and like there was always set like practice nights. You know, at least a few of them, like three or four, two or three. Yeah, was always like making songs and doing shit, playing shows. We played the ballroom like as often as we could. Yeah. And I don't know, we, we played at Wally's one time. Like, true. Weird show at Wally's for a bunch of like drunk middle aged people. Yeah, because again, that was like Wally's still wasn't really doing a lot of music at that point. And, no. And no. If, I believe that we like the, it was such a, that I think I, if I remember correctly, that bill was super fucking weird because it was like, like goddamn Michael Carlos or something before us. And like, <laughs> you know, it was like, so it was just like such a weird vibe. Like, yeah. Like, well, any bands from one actually can sign up. Yeah. And so then that, that's what they got. They got like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. That's, I don't know, man. Like, it's just such a, I think it's just such a fun, awesome thing that we had like music as this like just kind of ongoing driving force between so much you know and and when things kind of like hit a lull or something it was like a fucking music project that would like bolster it back up you know yeah yeah definitely definitely like yeah then like we were living together yo boy Caleb was hanging out with Pat all the time at that point. So Caleb was always around and then Jeremiah yeah. hung out a lot and Rex, you know, dipped in and out pretty often. So it was like, we were practically living together and it was just this like, just like a scene that we made. Yeah. It was, cool. it was like a ton of fun. Hell yeah, man. And we like, I feel like we just never, we never told someone that you couldn't put that in a song. Like, do you want to do it? You really stand behind it? Like, we'll do it. I'll play what you want to do. Like, the document was signed and and it, and the event happened. Man, yeah, you're right. Like, it was like yeah. it was like we it was. I don't know. It wasn't. We we'd shit talk each other and everything, but it was an encouraging environment in that way. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Definitely, just like pushing each other, and that that's what it was all about. It was like. We had all played in bands and been with other people, but it's like, all right, well, here we are. We've kind of, you know, funneled down to all these things we want to do. Like we want to experiment, but we also want to play like heavy songs. Yeah. But also, you know, yeah, just do like whatever weird shit comes to mind. It's true. I mean, technically, I think the uh, the Technicolor Waldo's MySpace is still alive. It's still, oh, it, yeah, <laughs> it's still it's still up on up online. Uh, 
And I think self-professed, uh, like biggest Technicolor Waldos fan in the world, Dustin Hayes was like, he's like ripped some photos off of it and stuff like that. I don't know if he's ever used them for anything, but I don't know, like a while ago, he was like inquiring about any Waldos stuff. So, oh, like, yeah. yeah. I, I think know. it's so funny that that cat was just like, he's just like, he just <laughs> says he's like the, our biggest fan or some shit, some shit like that. <laughs> biggest, onlyest. Yeah. Biggest, oh, yeah. Same, same. same. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I don't know. That. Like I said, I, I feel like that particular was just like, it was such a fun dynamic because like you, sort of like you were saying, it was, we, we didn't try and harsh anybody's like want to try and create a certain thing, you know, it was like, okay, like it, I like the, uh, what you said, it was like, if you sort of stand behind it, if you're kind of like, put, you know, if you think you got this, you know, like, <laughs> then it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, let's just try and make it happen then. Yeah. I'm trying to look up to see if I can find uh the video there's like this waldo's video that's still oh. t- somewhere around where it's like it's like <laughs> this hodgepodge of random ass fucking shit uh, while we were recording and yeah yeah oh, when God, i started dude. working at the farm with jeremiah i think he sent me a link to that oh yeah my god <laughs> yeah i think at some at one point you hear the the classic rex comment about <laughs> He says something about like Irish blood having potatoes in it and shit. And he's like, the fuck? <laughs> Just ridiculous. the context is somewhere, but he's talking some shit at Caleb or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's classic. Yeah. Blood with potatoes in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, MySpace.com, man. MySpace.com. I still am so. It's just strange that it still is like there. You know, MySpace. Just, yeah, yeah, you could even go on there and still find shit that's not just unhosted, just untaken care of, gone forever. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, it's just weird that like, hey man, this page has 499 fans, okay? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is the truth, man, it's the truth. Okay, let's see if I can oh, share shit. this. Hold on. The Waldos. The Waldos is the most popular music project I've ever had, probably based on that number. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but all right, let's see. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm bad at Zoom, so I'm trying to share those, but I don't know if I can. Zip. All right. Yeah, it's oh, like. I ain't your baby daddy. Holy it's got, shit. It's got a Super Death demo track on there still. Nice. Super Death was going to be the project to end all projects it would have been a masterpiece just <laughs> one blurry shot of jeremiah <laughs> a very yeah a very uh young jeremiah man <laughs> I, I love i love him but as soon as jeremiah started growing a, a beard uh it's he it was you knew it was because he needed a he was tired of baby face comments <laughs> damn it dude it's not day. it was uh it was interesting oh yeah Mm-hmm. Shoes, great, edgy. Okay, nice. Nice. this is so strange, dude. I, I don't know if you can like. It's like the way you scroll on MySpace is like sideways. There's that. There's the boy. Oh. My there God. He is. My God. Does he have oh. sideburns in that photo? Nice. That's you. That's you that in, that, in that denim jacket there. 
Yeah, too short denim jacket. My God. <laughs> we all had sideburns, dude. Sideburns was the shit to rock. Oh no, I lost it. Sideburns was the shit. Damn it, dude. I wonder if that vid- is no. There is not. No, it's not on here. I wonder where Jeremiah got that fucking video from. Then you can find YouTube. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe I wonder- we heard black hole. Do you know? Do you know if you'll hear this if I play it? Uh, We're gonna find out. No, no. About to share sound or something. I don't even know if I can hear it. It's not even playing for me. <laughs> well, all right, world, you'll never hear the "I Ain't Your Baby Daddy" demo unless you go online yourself. MySpace.com, the Technicolor Waldo thirty nine. <laughs> Check it out. The Technicolor Waldo thirty nines. <laughs> why? Why? Why the thirty nines? What the, the other 38 Technicolor Waldos, man? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We had to account for all the other iterations. Yeah. We picked such a popular name that it was just hard to separate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Waldos around the valley. There's. <laughs> that's why I picked a nice recognizable name like Diarrhea Warning. Yeah, which brings me kind of full circle. So... Uh, just kind of jumping a little bit here back to that. Like how, so you mentioned a while, a little bit ago to me that you, you were trying to like push, you know, some tracks out like fairly, fairly often with that project. Yeah. Is that, st- is that still the case? Like, are you, tra- are you trying to like, just, is yeah. it like a nice challenge for yourself to do? Yeah, basically. So like I work three days on three days off. So in those three days off, I just try to like make something to try to like record one song. Yeah. Um, it's getting a little harder than I thought it was going to be. Cause you know, like I just had a fucking shit tracked in, you know, this week. So maybe I can do something tomorrow, but I've also done like four in the last two weeks. So feel pretty good about it. Yeah, dude. I mean, so just to clarify again, like all that stuff that is on SoundCloud right now is, is. from like how 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 long has that timeline been? That like you said, like a month, month and a half or something like that, or what? Yeah. So there's those first few. The song is called Yesterday, and then Diarrhea, and then Theme for a Chode. Those yeah. are were all made probably about a month and a half ago, maybe a little more. And okay. like, those two recordings with the guitar sound bags. I'm just using like the speakers i've had to play back the speakers through the ipad while i was recording so it just gets tinny and shitty yeah um so then the other stuff i've done i've had headphones to like hook up to it but a lot of it like the electronic music i'm just doing on GarageBand. i'm just like yeah i'll like use the beat sequencer and live dj a beat and then just like jam with the instruments provided over it basically nice man yeah that's fucking cool yeah i just uh i just started i didn't get a chance to to, like get very far into it yet but uh slam dunks for jesus kind of caught my eye i was was like i can't i can't wait to dive in there (laughs) but yeah yeah i think it's i think it's fucking cool man like that you you know are still trying to you know actively produce stuff you know whatever that whatever that like your creative flow like pushes out you know i it's hard to keep on that man it really is like so i think it's fucking awesome and the the fact that it's really solid stuff is like it's just (laughs) ridiculous like of course you'd be low-key putting out really like cool fucking music like (laughs) on soundcloud (laughs) yeah yeah it's kind of like well and like the kind of anonymity too of using like a funny name not you know having my name on it and it's kind of cool because like i can just push it out hell yeah but like 
yeah um a lot of it you know i'll like like the last like longer one that i made i think it's called shit your pants uh oh i did listen to that one (laughs) it's like super napoleon dynamite and then the organ comes in it's just like I was waiting, my wife was in the shower, we were going somewhere, and I just like did a beat and then yeah. did like a bass and other wine to it and then just like finished it the next day. Yeah, just like farting around. Dude, that's legit. I feel like in a in a uh yeah, I don't know. It's just I, that's maybe that's just like one of the, some of some of the best moments, man. That's your pocket. It's just like when you feel so <laughs> just the casual about it then you're just like you just eke something out that's just like oh wow okay <laughs> and that's it too because like i'll listen to it later and it's like this it like doesn't resonate or whatever it's like somebody else made it and then i like listen to it and they'll get stuck in my head and i'm like oh shit this is how i feel this is cool like the thing that i thought was just kind of some goofy cheesy or like whatever ends up later like really resonating with me yeah and when i really try to put work into it i usually end up hating it so yeah I, dude that's so interesting man because like i that yeah i mean just just like chipping when you i feel like when you spend so much time on a project that you're just nitpicking every aspect of it mm-hmm. like you you do sort of as like a the like the as like the creator of that project that you sort of like I don't know, you start looking at it as a negative thing because you're just constantly looking for negative. So you're like, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, does this sound bad? Uh, where's that at? Like, where, like, you know, and so instead of just being like content with like the, the picture, you're, you're hyper focusing on the pixels and like, you know, yeah, yeah. Know. sometimes it can be a really detrimental to a project, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I have so much random shit stacked on like, you know, my computer or my hard drive. That's just like, you know yeah there's a really cool thing so this was after the waldos but before i kind of like started moving around and doing shit i got really into lsdj and doing game boy music yeah so i have a i have a track liked on my soundcloud and it's called basura solamente yo dude og soundcloud and that is all of my lsdj songs kind of so, in, a, in a mix so where did like i mean like that is really one it's really fucking up like cool like i was listening to it while opening one morning and two like where did that like how did you get into that style like where did you that that come like where did that come from was it just because you just wanted like fuck around to something or was it like dude yeah it was myspace i was listening to like mothra on myspace and i looked at some band that they had like a like an lsdj thing they did mm-hmm. and i found fighter x and um like it blew my mind i thought it was the raddest shit i'd ever heard and just like i've always loved game music video game music game like 8-bit sounds and like bought a cartridge and went for it because i just love it like 8-bit is so cool to me that's yeah dude that's legit Uh, do you do you think um you'll keep like dicking around with it or no i did for like a couple years i tried to go back but it's like it's so like just hard to do yeah like a, you know four minute song took me like eight hours dude so, whoa because it starts out with just you know tone like Whoop, you know and you have to manipulate it from there to do what you want and it's all like alphanumeric and just menus and sub menus and you just program through like alphanumeric like you like have this one chain you go in and it's like 16 bars and you go in there and it's like you know 16 beats yeah and you put all your little instruments and sounds in 
and it's yeah. just so meticulous that it was just a phase where yeah. I was really into it. I could, yeah, I could feel like, yeah, that kind of level of like meticulousness was probably like, I don't know. Yeah, you you just have to have like the like yeah. almost like enough time on your hands to like exactly. really enjoy it too much, you know. I was yeah, I was living with roommates. Like you know, a lot of people had moved out of town. It was like 2011, basically. So it's like Saturday morning, I'd wake up, you know, hit the bong and work on music for a couple hours. Yeah, it was just the same thing where I was just a really relaxed, like nonchalant, like I'll just work on this and whatever, and it turned out pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of my pocket. Is just like really like casual, I guess. You know, just not stressing when I'm making music. Yeah, dude. I mean, I yeah, not to not to fluff you, but I think that's just like one of the coolest things about you, dude. Is like you're just you somehow pull off just this like really awesome comfort and casualness, while also just like I don't know. There's always something really like like you can like somebody like me can either learn from you just by like having a conversation uh or you know based like about music or something or you know like or you're casually pushing your peers to like better them like be like bettering themselves you know it's it's just it's really fucking i don't know dude it, it it's it's a really uncanny quality and i think it's it's fucking awesome that that you just without probably thinking about it, give that off, you know? <laughs> oh, right on. Thanks, man. I mean, the mic lives too, you know? Like, there was a lot of things back then that pushed me with you guys. Like, literature was a huge thing. You guys were so into, like, books and reading and stuff. Like, it pushed me into reading. And then when I wasn't doing music for a while, like, I read just at, like, a, you know, feverish pace. Yeah. I just, like, consumed everything, everything weird that I could. Just got into, like you know some of yeah. the standard high level books pretentious shit well i think it was you know like, like you like you said i think like just again one of those like occasions of just us always being around each other and like you know we it was just a constant conversation was happening about like what are you doing what are you reading what are you participating in like you know and so it just constantly was stimulating each other you know with new types of activities or new like trains of thought and new like you know directions to fucking head and you know with what you know, what you're reading or whatever it's it's it, yeah oh absolutely dude if, if we hadn't have done fahrenheit 451 i wouldn't have gotten on that kick of like reading 1984 and then getting into like aldous huxley and reading like all that shit and then yeah. getting into like stuff like thomas pynchon like reading gravity's rainbow which then led me you know, like his book inherent vice got me into like how they're just like detective stories or like the maltese falcon and like james kane novels and stuff so it's like just from that one jumping off point like there's so many things in my life that like can tie right back to that that's fucking cool yeah that's legit yeah so like it's you know that shit had a pretty big impact just all those just you know the fun we were having being in bands and dinking around hell yeah that's it man i mean that's uh one of the ultimate things just that that will forever like have like be a shaping factor of my life is like all of that like all of that dicking around in bands all that estate you know <laughs> just wildness like all of those connections that we built and made you know it just uh one of the most formative periods of my fucking life if not the most formative period of my fucking life i think so you know yeah. very interesting like 
interesting vibe i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and there's just there's so much to talk about that happened there you know? yeah yeah i mean just so much all of all the time yeah and uh you know that's that's something that we're gonna like i'm gonna have to bring you back in for more conversation on that because like that's there's so many different like elements that I gotta try and figure like how to rope in for like the estate tale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that might have to be like a particular like round table conversation with like some pe- like peak people. Obviously, everybody that lived there for one, which you know would include you and I. But uh, you know, there's also like oh god there's just so much you know like you oh, said yeah. that that it's just like it's like where to i'm trying to figure out how to create a timeline for like where to start that conversation which obviously would be like when it started maybe but like luke luke yeah, yeah, it's just luke start. that exactly dude i god damn dude i i need to get on i need to get a hold of gillespie man like i i i've been kicking myself in the pants the last few days it's been like dude why haven't i like, <laughs> like texted him i need to get on him like uh but yeah man We'll have to pick this back up. Actually, the next time that well, the hot dogs are going to hear your voice, Jasper, is going to be uh, when we record an upcoming uh, playlist review for the for the under further review. All right. Hell yeah, man! That's going to yeah. be. Um, uh, we'll, we're going to have to schedule that, but but I, you know, it'll probably be a couple weeks out for the hot dogs or whatever. You know, uh, hopefully not that. Oh, well, I mean, what what we got? Anyway, we'll, we'll figure that out quick. But yeah. that that yeah. I've been listening to your playlist already, dude, and it's oh, like, yeah? yeah, it's fucking jamming, man. That's like it's a good <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. I'll save yeah. my my further <laughs> thoughts, but you know, it was hard to whittle down. There's Fair a lot enough. of things. Yeah, I'll say that it was hard to whittle down. Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine like for uh for a man of such eclectic taste as you are, like I imagine like that that was something you know. Uh, a project to kind of like take on in a way where it's just like damn dude what do you piece into that you know yeah care was put into it for once with a playlist care was put into it. <laughs> not just reckless abandon <laughs> yeah like 20 or 30 albums that i'm listening to on shuffle <laughs> dude <laughs> endless <laughs> yeah Dude, we could we could try to review that one if you want you know that'd be uh hey if you like you know there's like an if you like this i have a couple other playlists there's a solid gold playlist and then there's a soundtrack to the adventures of mr piss that's a, that's a good playlist <laughs> dude i love the soundtrack oh who's mr piss are you <laughs> So if he was a Tony Hawk character that I made um, in video games, like for like Fallout and a lot of other shit, I was always Burger Man. And then, um, you know, I just decided to do Mr. Piss. And then he just kind of became, you know, my video game character, a sort of character in my own head lore. You creature know? of your creature I, of your own. I have an idea for like a three piece song because one of the songs I put out is like <laughs> a, Mr. Piss pays a visit and then Mr. Piss decides to stay. Mr. Piss reluctantly leaves. You know, <laughs> three part. I want to know the story, the full story. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's legit. Yeah, I, I've been, uh, I've been crafting, trying to work with Jeremiah on slowly crafting a uh, like re- revenge, revenge dual EP. Yeah, uh, I'm thing excited. That- yeah it, it's it's gonna be an interesting dynamic i've just sort of landed on like what vocal kind of style i'm gonna shoot for and whatnot and like nice. you know nice. it's just it's uh it's a, i don't know dude like i haven't like i haven't worked on a musical project in, a, in what seems like fucking forever it's probably the last musical project i worked on 
I mean, technically it was probably like a, a you know, with Jeremiah, but God, dude, yeah, it feels like it's been forever. Yeah, it yeah. is. Big, vaporwave stuff's really cool. I'm excited to see what you guys do with it. The songs you made are rad. Yeah, I mean, most credit to Jeremiah. I'm just going to slap some vocal, some vocal <laughs> nonsense on top, to be honest. But, but the whole, yeah, the whole concept you have behind it sounds really rad. Jeremiah told me about it. And I'm, you well, know. Have you ever like, tra- have you ever like wanted to do that? Like you're talking about it with Mr. Piss, you know, where you sort of do like a universal, universal building, like well, I've, yeah, project, I'm, you know? When I was in Cheney and I was just kind of doing shit on my own, I have like a whole story to put to music. I had like a whole it was like a sort of time traveling caper sort of thing you know um yellow belly the wizard you know and he was like you know gets corrupted by by trying to find an unlimited power and then there's these two like detectives they're kind of like a oh what's that shit like a laurel and hardy goonie you know like yeah like an odd couple sort of detectives that travel through time trying to find this wizard that sounds fucking cool <laughs> dude yeah well i was like i was reading naked lunch non-stop like i would just i read okay. it like six times in a row at one point um, whoa yeah i just got like super into it i don't know and, i mean i don't blame you but yeah i got like obsessed and then it kind of bled out into the art i wanted to make <laughs> fair enough that that sounds fucking cool dude like, yeah I don't know, man. I don't, mean, I don't want to push you into anything, but I would definitely, if you flush that out, I would pay oh, attention. Yeah. yeah. I would love, that's, yeah. It's have you ever, have you thought about ever just trying to do like a, like a, like a, like a, any sort of like story or anything like that? Do you ever just write, like write anything like with those kind of concepts or? I kind of was then, but yeah. I don't, you know, most of my stuff's instrumental because I don't really think of a lot of words. You yeah. Know? I don't really have stuff to say, I feel like, so i'll just do it all through music you know like i like to do melodies instead of like vocal lines yeah, yeah. That's, that's legit you i mean you're a man that lets his music speak for him and I yeah i feel like i don't you know if i did make words it'd be like it's always really emo and like when i do write stuff down then i'm like nah yeah eh. or it's well, like a short story you know yeah and then really fit lyrics i have a hard time like adapting just, like you don't want to just read a full short story over the top of a song <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he had awoken, awoke in his bed, confused as it was not where he well, was. There's just shredding happening in the background, yeah. like no, no context for anything. Like, <laughs> you're the fucking crazy. That, what a weird project that would be. Well, dude, I've been thinking about for a while. I've had this like low key idea of how to do like how fun it would be to do just like basically like pirate audio books where it's you just like. You just, you know, I've done them with coffee and contemplation episodes where I'll just like read a random chunk of Fahrenheit 451 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But like, just like, but you just do it gruffly. It's, it's like, you know, you're reading, you maybe like put the book down for a second to rip rip the bong or something. And then you just go back to like reading casually. Oh, and, yeah. you know, it's just like a very slow paced audio book. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, I've, I've all, but my thought has been lately to be like, how fun would it be to try and challenge some people to sort of like maybe write like a little, like just a little short, you know, whatever the fuck and just like record, record that and do like audio books that way with like oh, yeah. original fucking random shit from people's minds, you know? Oh yeah. It's like cycling back to like radio show sort of thing, like a little five or 10 minute, 10, 15 minute, like story. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, between you, me, and all the other characters that we know, like, <laughs> like everybody has like something in their back pocket that could be like kind of kind of worth i think like just just stretching a little bit <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah you know like just yeah. so many wild ideas and everybody's just got such a like imagination you know still but it's just like <laughs> i think it'd be fun yeah no absolutely yeah when i wasn't playing music same thing when i was reading a lot i was like i had i have ideas for short stories i also read a lot of philip dick all of his like old oh, short yeah. stories yeah it was like that paranoid fiction just like really speaks to me and so i was like just coming up with you know basically like cover songs you know like rip-offs of what he was doing but dude that's the you know, just like weird stories about like you know double lives and you know yeah the, that's the, the thing. yeah that's 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 fucking clever though oh man yeah that i don't know oh well, i'll have to maybe flush that out maybe yeah a little bit more like that for sure that'd, that'd be, be kind of that'd be kind of interesting yeah. All right, man. Well, hey. Well, we're about like a hour forty-five in. I'll. Uh, I guess yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll. I'll cut it off here because I don't want to. I, I don't want. I would like to keep like keep coming coming back with you if you don't if you don't mind. It'd be awesome to have oh, you absolutely. hop on a little more. To have your voice of presence yeah. a little more. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll leave some of the mystery. You yeah. wanna? You don't always want to know what's in the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You heard it here. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, dude. Yeah, looking forward to doing some more of this. This is really fun. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm going to hop off. Let me just kill the recording real quick. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the, uh, we'll 